The heart has its reasons that reason cannot know. I don't know why I do, but I do dream of you. Losing you, I still dream of you. Is it the same way for you? Does it high and goodbye sound so cruel? How can I take my heart from you? Even though I'm losing you, I still dream of you. I don't know why, but I do dream of you. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt signs. Please return to your seats as we begin our descent to the greater Houston area. Thank you. Here we go again, huh? <laughs> they say the landing's the most dangerous part. What was that? Did you hear that? Probably something falling off the plane. You're a big boy, I'm sure you can handle it. Yeah, of course, no problem. Just something falling off the plane happens all the... What? Things just don't fall off an airplane. Ah, give me a break. I used to be a stewardess, and believe me, I've seen entire bathrooms fall out of these things. Crew never even noticed. One time, the pilot was so drunk, I had to try and land the plane myself. Would have gotten away with it, too. If I'd known how to get the wheels down. Oh, <laughs> you really had me going there. Come to think of it, where is that confounded stewardess? Oh, no. What? what? I mean, what? I don't believe this. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. Excuse me, please. Pardon. Hey! Oh, sorry. That'll wash right out. Francine! David, where you been? You didn't buy that balloon for Kachu, did you? Well, yeah. I thought it'd be a fun hit. Says welcome home. And I... No. No, I didn't. Good. I'd hate to see you get hurt. You might as well have a seat. These late night flights are never on time. I tell you, Kathy, I don't know why you put up with that husband of yours, I swear. It's not easy, Fiona. Sometimes it's just so hard to get through the, oh, excuse me, dear. Jennifer, let go of Neil's tongue. Where was I? Pee pee, pee pee. It's just so hard. Well, it is, isn't it? And it doesn't help when Women's Day tells me to be slim and sassy. I just don't have the time to be slim and sassy. I have a life, you know what I mean? Ba. What? You want your bubba? Ba, ba. Ba. Here you go. Ow! What? Something just hit me. Boy, when you get an idea, you go nuts. No, I mean, really hit me. Your attention, please. American Airlines Flight 232 from Toronto is now arriving at gate 15. Whoop-da! That's our girl. Excuse me, coming through. Oh, man. You don't think that wheelchair is for... Oh, Kachu, please be on this plane. Kachu! Hi, Francine. Kachu! <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. I was beginning to wonder if I'd ever see you again. What happened to your arm? <laughs> I broke it? Hi, Kachu. Francine, you idiot. Look at you. You're thin as a rail. What happened to your diet? And those bags under your eyes. You look like Jimmy Page. 
Uh, hello? Well, what's with the sheepdog look? Ooh, cute pants. Jeez, Francine, what are you wearing? Yoo-hoo. <laughs> oh, good grief. I missed you so much. <clears throat> David. Come here, boy. Give me a hug. Thought you'd never ask. There, there now, Mr. Sweet. Everything's going to be fine. See? We landed safe and sound. We did? We did! The stewardess lady said the wheel fell off. Really? She said she saw it. But the wheels are right there, see? They were there all along. Harold! Oh, Fiona. What's his problem? Beats me. Yeah. Men. Yeah. Hey! Did you check a bag or anything? Nope. This is, uh... This is... Achoo! I knew it! You're sick, aren't you? I can tell you haven't been getting any sleep. It's just a cold. Uh-huh. Are you going to tell me now where you've been for the last two months? You know where... Canada. Come on, Kachu, be straight with me. What was so important you up and left like that and not tell me? I told you I went to see an old friend. That's all. Just don't make a big deal of it, okay? Don't make a big deal of it? My best friend takes off for Canada without so much as a goodbye, doesn't tell me what's going on or when she's coming back, just leaves me here, worried sick for two months. Two whole months! No big deal? Uh-uh. That won't cut it. Look, can we talk about this later? I'm really tired. I haven't had a thing to eat all day. You know, I'm kind of hungry myself. Let's say we go find a diner or something. Okay. I'll wait. But you owe me an explanation. Yes, mother. Miss Parker, it's Digman. I'm at the airport. Guess who they just picked up? Don't play games with me, Mr. Digman. Have you found Miss Chavonsky or not? It's her, all right. Just got off the plane it's from Toronto. I'm starved. Okay, Francine, we hear you. Miss Parker? Miss Parker, are you still there? Canada. Interesting. You want me to stay with them? Mr. Digman, you've been watching her friends for five weeks, waiting for Miss Chavonsky to show up. What do you think? I'll stay with them. You do that. Yes, ma'am. And don't let her out of your sight. Do you hear me? Welcome home, Katina. Are you nervous? Yes. Well, don't be. You'll do fine. A young looker like you could puke on the carpet and this guy wouldn't care. In fact, it'd probably get you an extra hundred. Act shy, but interested. They love that, and don't fidget. They hate it if you're nervous. Oh, Emma. Come on, honey. It's not like it'll kill you. It'll all be over before you know it. Just... Get you? Don't let them see you cry. Kachu, did you hear me? Mm hmm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm sorry. Did you Did you say something? I was just saying it's really late. You must be tired. Maybe we ought to get you home. Yeah. Whatever. I'm so tired. I haven't slept a wink. I'm so tired. My mind is on the blink. 
<laughs> I think I missed something here. Just a little game we used to play. You say a lyric from a song and the other person has to give you the next line. Oh, okay, okay. Let me see here. Watch it. This guy's a poet. Hmm. Did we mention a time limit? Okay, I got it. Naked man, naked man, please come down. You finished with that plate, honey? What? No. Francine, you ate everything. What do you want to do, lick it clean? Oh, uh, go ahead and take it, I guess. Jeez, get a grip, girl. Have you been eating like this the whole time I've been gone? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Mind telling me what your dress size is now? The same as always, as if it's any of your business. Well, seeing how we've been best friends since the seventh grade, I think it's fair to ask. Let's see. New jeans, new shirt. That leotard's been riding a couple of inches lower than it used to. Okay. Okay, you've made your point. None of my clothes fit me anymore. I can't even wear my damn bras. Are you happy? You always do this when you're unhappy, and that's okay. It's just when you deny it that I can't stand it. Yeah? Well, maybe if my best friend hadn't disappeared a couple of months ago without a trace, I wouldn't be so upset. Yeah, well... I'll get you some strawberry cake or something. Huh? Ooh, that sounds good. Naked man, naked man, please come down. I'll get you some strawberry cake or something. Bjork and the sugar cubes. You're too easy, boy. Sorry. Oh. I should have picked something really old, like a Tony Bennett song. Trust me, she knows them all. And the white queen's talking backwards. And the red queen's on her head. Um... Well... Think, man, think. Oh, jeez, I know this. Uh, oh, remember what the dormouse said? Feed your head! <laughs> oh, man, you're digging way too deep in the past for me. I don't know why, but I do dream of you. Sorry, you lost me on that one. How's it go? Losing you, I still dream of you. Is it the same for you? Doesn't hi and goodbye sound so cruel? That's sad. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Who is that? Um, nobody you'd know. Let's go, okay? I'm really beat. Something's wrong. Well, here you go. Home sweet home. Looks familiar. If you need any help finding your room... Very funny. Hey! What happened to my plant? Francine, you didn't water my plant! I watered it! It just didn't like me. I'll put your bag in your room. Thanks, David. How often did you water it, Francine? Every week, just like you told me. You're supposed to water it every day. Oh. Look at it. It's dying. I'm so sick of everything around me dying. What do you mean everything around- Just forget it, okay? I'm going to bed. Good night, Kachu. Glad you're home. What was that all about? I don't know, but I intend to find out.
吗？
Good morning, Mr. Digman. Oh, Mrs. Parker. How are we doing today? Oh, I'm just peachy. Never better. Your personal state is of no concern to me whatsoever, Mr. Digman. I was referring to Miss Chavonsky. Your report, please. Uh, yeah. She's still in the house. You're sure of that? Yeah. I've had the house under heavy surveillance. Lights were off and on all night, but... She's in the house? Yeah. Nobody's come or gone. Good. I don't want her out of your sight. Do we understand? Don't worry about that. But I do worry, Mr. Digman. You've lost her once already. Second time will be intolerable. You understand me? Yes, ma'am. Don't worry, Mrs. Parker. I won't let you down. <laughs> I find your entire gender to be a letdown, Mr. Digman. I only ask that you strive to rise above your inherent deficiencies for the space of this one job. I want to know where Miss Chavonsky is at all times. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm only asking you to watch an incredibly beautiful young woman. That shouldn't be so hard, should it? No, no ma'am. I mean, yes, ma'am. Mrs. Parker, you can depend on me. I... Let me know her every move. What the... Ugh, oh. Hello? Oh, hello, Kachu. It's David. I didn't wake you, did I? Kachu? Hello? Kachu, it's David. Listen, I have a surprise for you. Can you meet me at the O'Neill Gallery in an hour? Why? It's a surprise, okay? Will you meet me there? What time is it now? Three o'clock. In the afternoon? Mm -hmm. Oh, this better be good, David. I promise. There you are. Hi. Okay, so what's so important? Why, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. What's going on here? Are they serving weenies and donuts with the Maplethorpe exhibit again? No. I just want you to witness the unveiling of the art world's newest sensation. Everybody's talking about her and... Am I allowed to see this prodigy, or do you just describe her to everybody? Well, let me explain first. Hey, wait a minute. Save it. I'm not blind. Where is this hot... Kachoo! Shot... Oh my god. As you can see, the newest sensation is you. This... These... Are... My paintings. I know! Isn't it fantastic? Kachoo, they love you! But... Uh, how? I showed some of your paintings to an art dealer while you were in Canada, and he went nuts! Oh my god. O'Neill's insisted on showing right away, and they've been getting calls from other galleries all over the country. You won't believe the prices are being offered. When Manhattan Gallery is offering to fund a tour all next year, and then they want me to go to the UK. You're hot, but you. Everybody wants to work, and these paintings are going to end up in townhouses, and, and the prices are going through the roof. And that's just the beginning. Uh, Kachoo? I know I should have asked permission first. 
but we didn't know where you were or when you'd be back. I didn't want you to miss our big break because you really deserve it, you know? <laughs> Say, are, are you all right? Kachu. Hey! Kachu! Kachu! Too sharp, too rude. Give her up, man. No way! Kachu! Kachu, wait! I'm... I'm sorry. I thought this would be a great surprise. A good thing. It's, it's not that. It's... It's not you. It's me. But... This is what you work for. Your own showing. I know. Recognition. I know. But now... Oh, it doesn't matter. Why? Why doesn't it matter? You've been like this since you came back from Canada, and you won't talk to anyone about it, and it's killing you, and it's killing me to see you like this. Francine's all upset because you won't talk to her about it. I can't. If I told her what happened, she'd never talk to me again. No way. She's your best friend for crying out loud. I mean, she knows everything about you. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know everything about me. Nobody does. Nobody. She thinks I quit high school to go live with my aunt in Columbus when I was really living on the streets of L.A. By the time my class graduated, I was a homeless alcoholic who'd do anything for money. Why didn't you just come home? Because home was a mother on Prozac and a stepfather who raped me when I was 15. Oh, man. Kachu, I don't know what to say. I'm so sorry. There's no point in saying that. You didn't do anything. I was half dead. Dying of malnutrition. When this woman, Emma, took me in. She cleaned me up and nursed me back to health. She saved my life. I was dead, and she gave me back my life. She was the sweetest, most loving person I've ever met. I would have done anything for her. She sounds like a great lady. She was a prostitute. A very exclusive, highly paid call girl, and for a while, so was I. Oh, Kachu. I lived with her for almost two years before she moved back to Canada. That's when I came back here and moved in with Francine. Is that why you went to Canada? To see Emma? Yes. She's in a hospice now. In Toronto. The thing is... She's dying. Oh no. Why? What's wrong with her? She has AIDS, David. She's dying of AIDS.
Echoes of home are haunting me. It must be so, but oh God, why me? Like a stone thrown across the water, my eyes across the crowd. How vain my hope sails on the day till nightfall drags it down. In hell, the women scream in pain that echoes down my hall again. At night, their voices waken me, and I clutch my heart and pray they leave a toast to thee, my host and shout tonight at dinner in this house. Yet now designs to murder me, and since I'm home, I cannot leave. Are you nervous? Yes. Well, don't be. You'll do fine. A young looker like you could puke on the carpet and this guy wouldn't care. In fact, it'd probably get you an extra hundred. Act shy, but interested. They love that, and don't fidget. They hate it if you're nervous. Come on, honey, it's not like it'll kill you. It'll all be over before you know it. Just... Don't let them see you cry. Here you go, kid. Guaranteed the best bagel in L.A. Not as good as New York, but you don't get mugged for it. <laughs> Smells good. Eat up, Chewy. We need to put some meat on that scrawny butt of yours. It's open. Hey, could you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, David. Come in. I thought you were Francine. I should have said something. What are you doing here so early in the morning? I brought breakfast. What's the occasion? Oh, nothing. I just thought you might like some fresh hot bagels and cream cheese. Really? David, you have no idea how good that sounds. It sounded good to me for some reason this morning. That's the one thing I've noticed about you, D-Boy. You have good timing. Good. Because I have something to tell you, and I do hope my timing is right. Not another gallery showing. No, no. I know better than that. <laughs> well, then, what then? Well, let's see. Where do I start? Oh, boy, this is tough. What? Come on, spit it out, jeez. Okay, okay. Here it goes. I think I'm falling in love with you. There. I've said it. So, uh... What do you think, huh? I... I'm sorry. So much for my timing, huh? How dare you say that to me? What am I supposed to do with that, huh? In all this time we've known each other, weren't you paying attention? Didn't you hear a word I said? What did I tell you when we met? Piss off. After that. You're not interested in men. He hears, but he doesn't listen. I heard you. I just don't believe you. You don't believe? Well, that's your problem, not mine. You're not fooling me, Kachu. I knew the minute I saw you that you're someone special. You're beautiful. You're gifted. And there's no doubt you're the best friend a girl could ever hope for. But that's it. I know several lesbians, and you're not one of them. I never said I was. I, I just don't like... Men. I think you better leave, David. Kachu, look. I can understand you being bitter toward men after what you told me about your stepfather. And being a hooker and all. I wasn't a hooker. I was a call girl. There's a difference, okay? Okay. I'm sorry. Just I shut up, David. 
I only had two clients. They paid me to just spend time with them, to share their lives and, and be like a, a companion to them. And sometimes, sometimes they wanted more, and I charged them a fortune for it. I know a lot of guys with girlfriends like that. It's all in how you look at it. Yeah, well, these were women, David, not guys. Understand? Okay. Look, you've had a hard life, Kachu, and I don't want to add to that. I just... I don't care what you did in the past. All I know is you're here now, and from what I can tell, you've let me get closer than any other guy, and I'm hopelessly in love with you, and I think you feel something for me too. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know what I feel anymore. You confuse me. Look, don't ever bring up this LA thing again, okay? Nobody knows what I did there except you and a few others. I'm scared to death Francine will find out. I don't even know why I ever told you in the first place. I'll never tell anybody, Kachu. You can count on that. You just don't know what it means to me to stand here next to you, to get to know you, to share something in your life. You're serious, aren't you? Come here. <clears throat> Excuse me? Catch you. Telephone? Um, take a message, will you? No, wait. Who is it? I don't know. I was talking to my mom on the other line, and oh my god, my mother's coming to visit! Anyway, uh, Sister Jordan calling from some hospital? I think something like that. <gasps> I couldn't understand her. Hello? She sounds French. Yes, this is she. Okay. I, I understand. Okay. Please tell her I'm on my way. Kachu? I'll be there as soon as I can. <laughs> Kachu, what is it? I have to go back to Toronto right away. Why? What's going on? I don't have time to explain right now, Francine. I'll call you when I get there, okay? No, I'm not letting you leave here again until I get some answers. I don't have time. I may already be too late. I have to take the next plane out. David can tell you everything. David, what does he know? And just what were you two doing in here anyway? Kachu, you don't have a ticket or a reservation. I bought a ticket when I came back. I can walk on the next flight out. At least let me drive you to the airport. Will somebody please tell me what's going on here? You drive too slow. Kachu! I'll get there faster by myself. Katina Chuvansky! But... I'll call you when I get there, okay? You get your butt back here this very minute. Do you understand me? I mean it, Katina. I'm not kidding here. Please let me help you. You already have, sweetheart. Whenever you want. Get back here, Katina. I mean it. Okay, pal. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know now. Diggity damn dog. Here we go. Hello, Mr. Parker. I think our girl's making a break for it. No way she saw me. But she's tearing out of here like a cat on fire. Don't worry. I'm on her like glue. Yo! She took a turn for the worse right after you left. <laughs> 
And I'm afraid there's nothing more we can do for her. Is she in pain? Or are you giving her morphine? Yes, but I'm afraid it doesn't do much good anymore. She won't let us increase the dosage. She keeps asking for you? Thank you. I know Emma's in good hands here. I'll, I'll pay for any additional expenses. Don't worry about it, dear. You've given us more than enough to cover everything already. Let us know if we can get you anything. just thinking about you or dreaming I can't tell anymore I'm here Emmy did you see the snow outside yeah isn't it beautiful but it stopped yesterday I wish I wish I could see it snow again it's like that candy divinity a divinity forest what do you expect at a place called St. Mary's? <laughs> How are you doing, Chewie? You okay? I'm fine, Emmy. Looking forward to seeing Canada with you when you get out of here. Then you better grow wings. Shh, don't talk like that. It's okay. Really, it's okay. I'm not afraid. I talk to God. I'm worried about you, Chewie. Me? So much anger. It'll eat away at you till there's nothing left. You need to let somebody in here. You're there, Emmy. You're there. I mean, somebody who'll stay with you. Okay. There's... this guy. I knew it. I knew you'd... I knew you'd end up with a guy. Tell me... all about him. I'll tell Miss Chuvansky you're here. Please, don't bother her. If you don't mind, we'll just wait out here until she needs us. I understand. Please let us know if we can get you anything. What you thinking about? What, Emmy? What? Baby June? The song? Well, what made you think of that? I remember when you wrote that. We were staying in that little house in Hannah, remember? You were so brown. I know you know the tale of baby June. You know the way she could deliver a tune. She was a killer in a petticoat. A little bit of everyone you adore. Oh, Emmy, look. It's snowing. And if your baby let you down at night, well, baby June would make it up all right. And I was never ever happier than in the arms and in the charms of her. It's cold, damn cold, even for February. The wind whips down the deserted back street, pushing papers and debris out of its way. 
Throughout the city, children dream under soft blankets and young lovers lay as one, watching the last ruby embers in the fireplace pop and sigh. The sleepless flip through the channels in their underwear. The restless take to the street to feel the wind rush through their bones, pushing failures and memories of failures out of its way. For a while, that's better. But then, being cold sets in. And being only human, some take refuge in a nearby coffee shop. That's where I'm waiting. My eyes haven't left the figure of a man in the window. I don't feel the cold. I don't feel the wind. I don't hear the wire singing overhead. I just watch the man and wait. So, you finished your stakeout, huh? What? The stakeout. You know, the job you was telling me about, watching some girl? Oh, nah. She hightailed it out of town. I haven't seen her since. So you lost her? I didn't lose her! She's just unaccounted for. So's my ex-husband, unaccounted for I caught him banging my sister. I ain't seen either one of them since. My heart bleeds. Hey! You sniffed me here! You wish! show you something. Yeah, I'll bet you do. It's kind of late to be working a dead beat like this, ain't it gorgeous? This will only take a second. Yeah, right. <gasps> what the? <gasps> Who are you? I'm the Tooth Fairy. Give me one. I don't think God is with you at the moment, Mr. Digman. Mrs. Parker? <gasps> I'm sorry. Mrs. Parker couldn't attend our meeting. She asked me to speak on her behalf. Oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> now, if we can dispense with the formalities. The subject of this meeting is Miss Chuvansky. The last we heard from you, she was skipping town. You haven't called us since. We were worried about you, Mr. Digman. Miss Chivansky is a dangerous woman. Perhaps you'd like to tell me where we might find her. I, I don't know. I, I swear. I, I lost her at the airport last week. Wrong answer. Say goodnight, Mr. Digman. Oh, God! Got you! Breakfast! Mmm, I love you! It smells good, Francine. What is it? French toast. What? French toast. Think you used enough dynamite there, Butch? Hmm? Did I ever tell you how cute you look with your mouth crammed full of food, huh? Here, give us a little kiss. Oh! Come on, you little chipmunk. Smooch, smooch. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, that was pretty sloppy. You asked for it. And I must admit, your kiss is just as sweet as I thought it would be. <clears throat> now, whenever you have maple syrup, you can think of me. Mmm, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hi, David. Yes, she's... No. Just stepped out, I'm afraid. May I take a message? Okay, I'll tell her. Yeah, I know. She has been out a lot lately. I'll tell her. Goodbye. Catch you. He knows I'm lying. Why don't you tell him you don't want to talk to him? Well, I'd talk to him if he'd quit calling me all the time. 
I'm not his little Gidget. I've been wanting to talk to you about that. You want to tell me what's going on between you two? Nothing. Don't tell me it's nothing. It's definitely something. I'm telling you it's nothing. He sure thinks it's something. I don't know why. Kachu, I saw you kissing him. No way. I only kiss girls who cram their mouths full of French toast. Last week, remember? The morning he came over with bagels and you two were in your bedroom? Wasn't me. Must have been my evil twin. Seriously, Kachu? It's no big deal, okay? We were talking. He said something sweet, so I kissed him. Period. What? You kissed him? Really? Kachu, that is so unlike you. How long has this been going on? Look, I kiss my cat, too. That doesn't mean I want to marry him. And that's another thing. You're always saying, my cat this, my cat that. We don't have a cat. We don't? <laughs> no. Oh, damn. I could have sworn we had a cat. <laughs> Do you want a cat? I mean, we could get one if No, I hate really... cats. Jeez, Francine, buy a clue. Although I'd rather have a cat than one of those godforsaken yip-yap dogs. Oh, I know. What kind of person buys those things? Hello, dear. Pay the cab, will you, honey? I need to get off my feet before they swell up like a couple of blowfish. Mother, what are you doing here? I came to see if you were still alive. You haven't called me in... I don't know how long. Why, hello, Tina. Mrs. Peters. Oh, boy. So nice. Well, I see you're both still alive, so I'll just turn around and go home. Just let me catch my breath. My heart's been acting up all morning. Oh, look, Francie. She brought her dog. You're breaking my arm. I'll, I'll just go pay the cab. I'll just go with her. Tina, darling, put my little muffins here in the laundry room, will you? She's been airsick all morning, poor thing. Lovely. Mother! You didn't tell me you were bringing Uncle Maury? He insisted on coming. You know you've always been his favorite niece. She's his only niece. Where's the bar? I'm afraid your Uncle Maury had a little too much to drink on the plane. Get him a cup of coffee, will you, dear? Make it a hot buttered rum, and hold the butter. It ain't good for you. Is that so? Tina, honey, if you'll just pull the insoles out of my shoes and put them in the refrigerator with a little baking soda, they'll be good as new in a few hours. Oh, no, no problem. I'll just lay them on the pie. Here you go, Uncle Maury. Why, thank you, sweetie. You're looking pretty. Thank you. It's sweet of you to come with Mother. Ah, not at all, dear. You know how I've always enjoyed your mother's... company. Maury! You're spilling that all over my daughter's chair, you idiot! Um, how's Benjamin and the family? Your brother's doing just fine, considering he didn't marry that cute little Molly Lane like I told him to. Honey, you've really put on weight, haven't you? Don't? Molly couldn't stand Benjamin, mother. Uh, why do you say I've put on weight? Oh, honey, I barely recognized you. What size bra are you wearing now? You didn't get implants, did you? Mother! Ixnay the eight-way. You know, the women in our family have always had big breasts. Oh, no, I'd say they're higher than that. Uncle Maury! Oh, sit down, Maury. You're making me dizzy. I can't believe you're still wearing your hair long, Francine. I like my hair long. Older women shouldn't wear their hair long, dear. It makes them look hard. Mother, I'm 26 years old. I'm not an older woman. And trust me, she's not hard either. Sorry, cheap shot. I can do better. You grew up in that house by the power lines, didn't you, Tina? It's probably the extra weight that makes you look different, honey. Probably just water retention. Are you getting enough roughage? I am not having this conversation. I'll go make some sandwiches. I'll help you. No, I'll get it. You help mother with her blowfish- I- uh, feet. 
Nothing for me, Francine. I'm still nauseous from the trip. Mari, help her, will you? My pancreas has been gurgling ever since we left Nashville. Certainly. Say, you wouldn't happen to have any Bloody Mary mix, would you? You know, they say the first sign of stroke is the smell of chicken. Okay. Um, oh, Camille, what's keeping you? Camille? That's code for I'm dying here. We better get back in there. You carry the chips. Say, you know these would go great with tequila and lime? You wouldn't happen to have a bottle, would you? We really don't need the lime. So tell me, Tina, are you still dating girls? Francine! Here we go! Sandwich and chips. Mother, what would you like? I'd like your father to stop running all over Europe with that trashy redhead. That's what I'd like. Well, I have ham or turkey. Wait, what? Mr. Peters ran out on you? When? Last summer. Oh, it makes me sick to think about it. Why is it the day a man turns 50, he turns into a complete? I don't think turning 50 has anything to do with it. Um, pickle, Uncle Mori? Uh, thank you, sweetie. Have you tried these marinated in beer? They're quite remarkable. Most men snap out of it in a year or two, Mom. He'll be back. You wouldn't happen to have a beer, would you? Well, he's burned that bridge with me. I'm not having anything to do with him after he's been with that woman. Why, I could catch AIDS! <gasps> Mother, please! Well, I could! It could be domestic, you know. <laughs> I'm not picky. <clears throat> How long can you stay, Mother? Just for the weekend, dear. My ladies' group meets on Monday, and I'm in charge of the guest speaker. Who did you get? Libby. Not Aunt Libby. She's not going to talk about our UFOs, is she? Well, who's to say it didn't happen? Libby's always said UFOs kidnapped your Uncle Reb and sent him back as a Boston Terrier. Excuse me? Oh, it's true. Old Reb used to stand on the porch every night and shoot at him. Poor Libby would yell at him, Don't do that, you fool! You'll just make him mad! Sure enough, one day Reb just up and disappears without a trace. Libby said it must have been the UFOs come and got him. Personally, I think the drunkard just fell into a ditch somewhere. It could happen to anybody. Then, one year to the day, this dog shows up on Libby's doorstep. Libby says she knew he was Reb because he had that same one droopy eye. Huh. Libby took him in, of course, but she has to watch him constantly. Reb always did fancy himself a ladies' man. She's having a hard time keeping him away from Mrs. Gilbert's poodle. Naturally. Oh, Lord, please tell me I'm adopted. Sounds like as good a marriage as any to me. Well, Libby seems happy. Reb was always so bossy. Now, whenever you mention Reb, she leans over and smacks that poor dog with the newspaper. Whack! <laughs> To tell the truth, I've never seen her happier. <laughs> well, I haven't. Mother, please don't tell that story to anybody else. People will think our family's crazy. You have nothing to be ashamed of, dear. Remember, you're registered with the Daughters of the Revolution. A toast to the D.A.R. Hair, hair. Mari, put your toupee back on. Don't just sit there for God's sake. Give me something to drink, quick, before I have to swallow this damn rug. <laughs> Good evening, ma'am. I hate this town. Veronica? Yes, ma'am. Left a perfectly good city, come to the stinking hellhole. I am not happy about it. Yes, ma'am. Stan be at the hotel? Yes, ma'am. She brought in Mr. Digman as you requested. 
Mrs. Parker, welcome to the Florence. Your penthouse suite is prepared and waiting. And you are? Tony Olioni, the owner of this establishment, at your service. And the decam I asked for? Unfortunately, we were unable to locate a bottle of the 1812. However, we did find an 1811 Napoleon Grand Cognac. We had it floating this afternoon. Not for me, you didn't. Good evening, ma'am. Hello, Samantha. Where is he? In the spare bedroom, ma'am. With Tambi. Ma'am. How are you, sweetheart? I'm well. Thank you, ma'am. Well, Mr. Digman. I asked you to do a simple job. Parker? Mrs. Parker to you, dead man! Mrs. Marcy Parker. You've been listening to Strangers in Paradise, Book 2, I Dream of You, Omnibus Edition, Part 1, by Terry Moore, adapted by Thomas DJ. Produced by Thomas DJ and Chris Honeywell. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. Nicole Tomty was Francine. Lauren A. Kennedy was Kachu, David Ellis was David, Anna Crawford was Darcy, Amy Riddle was Tambi, Vanessa Van Zare was Samantha, Pamela Jean Agalus was Emma, and Eugene R. Hendricks was Digman, with additional voices by Liz Hanley, Maury Clawhammer, Chris Tyler, Femi London, and Brad Oxnum. Music provided by Jim Moore and the Eldritch Light Orchestra. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore, available through abstractstudiocomics.com. For information on this and other upcoming projects, please visit us at atw.ninja. Good night, and join us on July 23rd for the second part of this season. Hey you, yeah, you listening to this. My name is Mercy St. Clair, and I'm a trekker. Not a very glamorous job, but not according to some group called the Akadek Gonagon Theater Works. And me. I think your adventures can be very glamorous. Oh, come off it, Molly. What I do is dirty, dangerous, and frustrating. Maybe, but I know I like hearing about what you do, and now other people can as well. That's where you come in. Yes, you. The one I started talking to before being interrupted. Head on over to 8TW.Ninja and look for my adventures as dramatized by the Akadekagonagon Theater Works and some guy named Ron Randall. Or else. Mercy! Ron Randall's Trekker, a new audio drama by the Akadekagonagon Theater Works, presented through the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. Coming summer 2021.